pretty good. I'm That's fighting good. off. I don't know. Some people are saying it's like hay fever. Because it's like the, all the I combining. I feel like it's done. Like, are you still hanging on to it? I feel like maybe it's done. My throat hurts. <laughs> I just ate ice cream and my throat still hurts. Like, fatigue-wise, I'm doing better. During the daytime, there's still quite a bit of congestion. Um, and my throat, man. I'm sorry. Ah. I wish you felt better. Ah, you don't care. <laughs> yes, You're like, I it's do. a man cold and I want you to get over it. That's, That's what you true. say. It's not true. It takes a lot to take me out, though. It really does. You don't get sick very often. I think I'm just constantly sick, and I just deal with it, but then it's something like big, big real, you know, I that, think that, that what happened was you had a lack <laughs> of sleep last week, and yeah. so whenever a sickness came to you, you didn't have the energy to fight Listen, it off like you typically that, That's exactly what it was. So here's the, the perfect storm where an average cold took me out. I worked second shift all last week, um, got subpar sleep was running constantly all day every day for an entire week straight and then i got about three hours of sleep the day before a 5k mind you i haven't ran in three years ran a 5k in 23 minutes place six holla at you boy and um then we went to fall fest when it was 90 degrees in the fall time and we were just so miserable crosby and i our noses were running i mean it took him out hard and yeah, I think I was just like at such my my health percentage. Like if we're talking video game terms, I was at like eleven health points, and that that sickness just just took me down. Yeah, man. And I'm recouping, but we're good. I don't need to go fund me or anything. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Speaking of GoFundMe. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to give Cal a shout out here on our podcast. Yeah. I don't know who listens to this and who doesn't. But I shared it on my Facebook. Our friend Cal, um, he's a pastor up in Dixon, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And him and his son are going um, on mission next year. Um, and so they are trying to raise money for that. Um, they need like just over 3000 I think. Um, and so if you are interested in helping that mission... Um, helping them go on mission, you can go to my Facebook page, and I did share that link, and um, I know yeah, that he'll I'll, be I'll super share that grateful too. for that. Um, so look, Cal's a man that loves Jesus. He sure does. He's a man that loves Jesus, and he is a man that has been in ministry for a long time. And um, I think it'd be a cool an excellent experience to yeah. go, son and father, to go serve. Yeah, and to be. And now, like we do different like mission offerings and things like that. You know, we're part of the the Southern Baptist Convention, and we, um, through the Southern Baptist Convention, have like the North American Mission Board, the International Mission Board, very, very mission-heavy based giving and, and, you know, things like that within our organization. Um, Cal, his belief system aligns with ours. He's just part of a different organization. Um, The ECF, and I'm probably wrong, Cal, correct me on this. No, I swear. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, it starts with an E. I know it. Um, but he he belongs to a different organization, and I'm not sure what their funding is. I, again, I know our theology. Well, he's is not going with them. He's going with well, that, his that, kids' school. That's what I'm saying. So, like, he doesn't belong to that, you know, organization to where they're just like pumping out mission funds, maybe as much as the SBC would. That being said, our dollars make a big difference in this. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so go see my Facebook page. Yeah. Help our boy Cal. Long story short. All right, so um, I had something super cool to talk about today. Yeah? 
Yeah, and then I left my notes at work. Oops. I'm sorry. And then you told so, me to listen to a podcast, and I was too busy to listen to it. Yeah, so but you it's got fine. no notes. Listen, but here's what I decided we would do because we didn't record last week, and uh-huh. so I really wanted to record this week, and so I thought that it would be fun to just pull some some question cards. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do so that. Let's play this game really quick. Okay. okay. I don't some have any questions. Some of these are cards. little. That's okay. I'll answer these too. Okay. Um. Some of these may be like more fun, and some of them may be more serious. I don't really know. Okay. Well, let's get to know each other, and let's let the podcast well, world get to know us. It's gonna find out. Okay. Ready? All right. First question: What book of the Bible would you like to know more about, and why, Aaron? I would like to know more about Titus. Titus. Okay. Yeah, because it's a um, a teacher book. It's a, a teacher pastor book. Um. And I studied it briefly in one of my previous courses in college, but I did not give it the due justice that it deserves. And being a young pastor and somebody who's still, you know, early learning and teaching, I think that would be a really um, applicable book to myself and where I'm currently at on on mission. Very cool. What about you? Um, a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, like it, it's like you have to pick just one book. Yeah, um, the first two that came to my mind were Acts and Romans mm. because I've read those books, but I've never like actually sat down and deep dive studied yeah. them. Acts because obviously, like that's when churches were being planted, and you know, I obviously would like to know more about that. But well, and then you know, the cool thing about Acts is like while Acts is happening, like there's portions of Acts that it's happening. And Paul is actually, like, writing some of his epistles during that time. So, like, while these events are happening in Acts, Paul is actually writing epistles, I think. And that's why, that's another great purpose of studying um, Acts, to be, like, to line up the timeline of Paul's letters with what's happening in Acts and, like, the historical context of what's going on. Oh, yeah, homie. That's a a super awesome desire to want to learn in. Yeah. And then Romans, because... Obviously, if I knew Romans better, I, I would be able to, like, easier share the gospel, I feel like. Yeah, Romans is kind of like the the theological rock oh, of the New Testament. Oh, by the way, speaking of Romans, for those of you who care, um, I know I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I started writing out the Bible by hand. And I started in Romans. I don't know if I already told you all that, but I started in Romans because which was not the original plan, but I just told Myra, and it was like, tell me when to stop. And I just started flipping through the Bible, and she said, stop. And it was literally the first page of Romans, and I was like, okay, bet, Lord, I see you. Good play, God. Yeah. So I started writing it out, and um, I wanted, my goal originally was to write out a chapter a night, but my Lanta, (laughs) some of Romans chapters are so long, and so obviously that has not happened. It's more like I write out like a paragraph a night, so I'm just now, I'm at chapter six, which seems so minuscule for the amount of time that I've been doing it. But to be fair, I'm like literally like six pages front and back. And you got and nice handwriting too. Something else I just want to point out. Like if I was writing, I would probably be on like chapter 11 just because my handwriting is all over the place. Yeah. Yours is actually illegible. So, so anyway, that's, that's super random rabbit hole. But yeah, for those of you that care. Chapter 6 of Romans is where I'm at. All right, this one's fun. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, guys, while we're asking each other these questions, you should be asking yourself these questions, yeah. too. That's Maybe hit fun. that pause button and take a moment of reflection Ask there. Ask whoever you're with. Take that pause button and throw it in a Facebook comment. They're not going to do that. Nobody ever does that. But 
you know, it'd be fun is if you were, um, like, working and listening to this and you hit pause and you were like, hey, what book of the Bible would you like to more about to somebody next to you? And then, boom, gospel conversation. Gospel idea. conversation. You're welcome. All right. Anyway, question number two. Which Bible character is most like you and why? Oh, man. I don't know. Okay, maybe it would be easier if I, if you like said mine. Like, who do you think a Bible character that's most like me? Oh, What's that know. one that drove a stake through somebody's head? Oh, was that um? That's was that Ruth? Just kidding. <laughs> no, that wasn't Ruth. No, that wasn't Ruth. Who was that? No, it started um, with a J, I think. Oh, uh, Jail. Jail. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding though. She, look, and she was totally random too. It's like all this other stuff's happening in jail. It's like, what's up? I got a, I got a house with a tin stake. I'm just gonna <laughs> serve some, serve some justice up here. I don't know. That's weird. That's a hard one. That's that very, a that's a very one. strange question. Really I'm gonna, I'm gonna dodge that either. one. Um. Okay. Let me see here. Do you prefer to read the Old Testament or the New Testament, and why? Oh, it's seasons, man. Like right now, I'm in the New Testament. I think it's because also I'm in the New Testament in school right now. We're doing New Testament survey. But whenever I first, and it's so weird, whenever I first got saved, I was Old Testament, like all up in the Old Testament. First and Second Kings, First and Second Samuel, um, and Isaiah were like my books because those were like the longest reads and they were quite cinematic and, and dramatic. And um, I obviously Isaiah, you know, a prophetic book. Um, so it was a lot of things to keep me engaged and keep me close to God. Now I'm more in the New Testament because I'm taking a a, a deeper dive into theology and trying to understand um, modern church. I guess, you know, like what's applicable to to church now and the way that, you know, Jesus designed church and evangelism and faith to be after the new covenant. So I think that's where I am. What about yourself? Uh, I'm definitely a New Testament gal, um, simply because it holds my interest better. Like it's easier for me to read because it holds my interest better. Yeah, you're not I'm much not of a, a history. Yeah. No, I I really like people get so mad when I say this, but I just simply don't care. And it's not like some things I have found interesting, like the whole Anne Frank thing, found that super interesting. But there's just like I could probably count on one hand the amount of things that happened in history that I like actually was like super interested in. Yeah, but when you plug history to the gospel and especially like once you know so much of like the gospel narrative and the biblical narrative and then you end up in books like first and second kings first and second samuel and you see these like pre-jesus moments and like knowing israel's outcome here's the thing i think that there's super cool things in the old testament i'm not saying i just don't read it i'm just saying it's easy like i prefer the new testament because it's easier for me to stay engaged so um okay Um, oh, okay, here's a question that's not on here, but I'm going to ask it because this is something funny Wild card. Wild card, okay. Is there a book of the Bible that is in either the New Testament or Old Testament, but just by its name, you feel like it should be in the other one? Do you get what I'm saying? Hebrews. Yes, Because the Old Testament is like written in Hebrew, you know. Okay, so, that's mine, is Hebrews. Every time I'm like, oh yeah, Old Testament, yeah. for sure. Another one, uh, Philemon, or Philemon, however you want to say it. Um, you know, that's in the 
closer to the end of the New Testament. Uh, Philemon, I feel like that is definitely a super Old Testament name. Um, I mean, even Titus, honestly, like it's kind of a strange. It's like one off. I mean, you have like Ruth, Ezra, you know, Habakkuk. Yeah. All these other names, and you just get to, you know, a name like Titus. I feel like Ezra should be like a New Testament name, too. Uh, New Testament book. I don't know. That's fun. That's a fun question. Okay. Um, We'll do three more. Hold on. Before we move on. So, like, Mark, Luke, John, three of the four gospel books, what do they all have in common? Just by their name. Four letters, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Exactly. And... How plum silly would it be if instead of Matthew it was Matt? <laughs> <laughs> the gospel according to Matt. It was like an American, you know, instead of Matthew. It's just just funny, like Matt, Mark, Luke, and John. That's fun. You're silly. Um, okay. Let me see. What is the biggest question you have about your relationship with God? Man, why he loves me. Yeah. Like, not to get real deep and grim all of a sudden, <laughs> but, like, that hit me like a train when you said that. Like, it's, you know, I just think about, like, today I got frustrated at work, and I wouldn't say that I sinned, but I didn't handle my testimony well. I got frustrated, and I immediately, like, put my hand on my head and started scratching my temple, and I was verbally, you know, and just just visibly frustrated, and I wasn't showing as much grace as I could have um, with the person that I was dealing with, and I I was just plain frustrated with them. And, you know, I I thought back later whenever I was finally alone and I was praying, um, you know, asking God to calm me down and just help me to focus and and re-gear myself for the rest of my day and I'm like man like how do you still deal with me you know like here I am and I boldly proclaim the gospel I am not scared to let anybody know that I'm a Christian even though I know sometimes my actions hopefully don't defeat my testimony but I know working in a secular world I I get frustrated sometimes and I and I don't live up to the expectations I know they're there and I just think like man God like how do you (laughs) how do you still put up with me um and I know how but I don't you know, so yeah. that, that, that's my question. What about yeah. yours? Um, something that I've kind of like been struggling with for a couple weeks is like, like just as as an example, like obviously we're all given spiritual gifts, right? We're all given different gifts, and um, but like some of those gifts like seem from the human eye less like fancy than others, you know? Like there's like the the quote like the cool spiritual gifts and then there's like the just like you know uh, what i'm saying like, right like like for example like i'm like why can't i be one of those people that can just like pray healing over somebody yeah you know and like literally like just heal them with my prayers i get you i feel that i feel that like even though like i have been gifted and i mean i say this as humbly as i can like i have been gifted to be able to write sermons well and write them fairly quickly and understand passages that the Lord puts on my heart. That's a gift. That's mm-hmm. 100% a gift. I don't I don't know where that comes from. That's a cool gift. Um, Pastor Phil Nelson, um, part of the Nine Mile Association, that man has the gift of bold evangelism. I mean, with a capital B. He goes and he, now his job is a full-time pastor, so he has the time to do this. 
but there's a lot of people that have the time to do this and they don't. He just goes and sets up a table at a college and puts out a sign that says, ask me about the Bible. I love that. Bold evangelism. It's not confrontational. It's not the the, the pickets and, and, and brash. And he's just out there and he's like, I want to give college kids a chance yeah, to talk about that. Jesus. I don't have that. That's a cool spiritual gift. This, yeah. That, yeah, I get what you're saying then. Yeah, so it's not like I discount my spiritual gifts because I know that I have them, but it's just like sometimes like that's my question, like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I get you. Like, why can't we all just be like Paul? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Two more. What is your earliest memory from church? Oh, man. <laughs> I think I said this in um when we had the, the church service in Ashley at that plant. Uh, my earliest church memory is my dad telling to put my hands down because Jesus didn't want to see my armpits. All right, that way, Dan. Yeah, well, because now, in his defense, it would be in the middle of the sermon, and I would stretch my little nine-year-old arms up and just leave them there. Obviously, it's a distraction in church, you know. I'm not making any noise, but I would just put both my hands up to stretch, and it would be where we'd set like the second to front row for some reason, and I'd just start stretching and put my hands up, and Dad's like, "Put your hands down." Jesus doesn't want to see your armpits, and That's I'm like, so "Oh my gosh, it's just." funny dad thing to say yeah it is what about you um this is the thing that popped into my head um <laughs> okay so i don't know why but it was like my birthday and i didn't like cake like i still don't really like cake you know so do you have post-traumatic stress syndrome from a early church memory involving cake no i do like, I was almost felt like attacked just then because the first one that popped in my mind was not a good memory. And I was like, I'm not going to share that with the public. And then you just called me out. <laughs> so tell me the cake story. Anyway, so I didn't like cake. So um, I don't know if I wanted to bring stuff into church for my birthday or if my mom was just like, we're going to bring stuff for your birthday. So anyway, I was obsessed with Twinkies when I was little. Same. Okay. And so my mom like had made me this cake just like by stacking Twinkies. Dude, that sounds like <laughs> such a stomach ache. But like you just took a Twinkie off the, t- you know what I'm saying? Like I, I know nobody I can see me right now. I have an image of like, like a Volkswagen bug size <laughs> cake just made of just Twinkies. <laughs> and like icy. It was like, like really mortar. nice. It was like she like put them in a circle and then she like stacked more and like made it look, but you just took a Twinkie. Like you didn't cut right, like, into four Twinkies. You're cutting off a slice of Twinkie cake. But like they oh. put like the Twinkie on top, they put a candle right. in it and they sang to me. Oh, that's fun. And yeah, a Twinkie cake. That's my. Isn't that funny as kids? Like, what's your first memory? <laughs> Twinkie cake and Jesus' armpits. Yeah, that's so funny. All right. All right. Listen, on a real note, I would love to hear some of you guys' first church right? memories. If they're, if not on Facebook, just tell us in church. You know, like yeah, dude, or my message us or something. Church, yeah, something. We gotta have this. We gotta have these conversations. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Are you ready? By the way, Christopher's the only one that asked me how I got a Honda hat. Did you get him a t-shirt? He said he didn't want it, but I'm I'm going to get you one. Wow, Christopher. Okay, cool. Well, he's like, I don't need you to get me a gift. I just want to know. I feel like it was a humble statement. But Maybe he actually wants a t-shirt. Yeah. He's already disappointed probably because you didn't get it. I didn't read that well. Sorry, Christopher. Listen. you got to be kind of upfront with AJ. Li- yes. All right. Very, very <laughs> straight. his wife, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, last question. What direction is God pointing you towards right now? Hey. Yeah, you're welcome. End in deep. Gone, you go first then. 
All right. Um, I actually knew right away the answer to this question because it's something that I've been um, wrestling with for, not wrestling with, but focusing on. Anyway, um, getting out of my like comfortable religious bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I feel like he's pointing me to do more research because I think that um, for me personally – This could turn into a whole podcast on its own, but I think for me personally, um, since we've been saved, since, I don't know how many years it's been, four, five, six. Five um, years. We, like, just dove right in, right? And um, I never, like, took the time up until, like, recently to actually, like, research the things that I believe. I just, like, believed them because I was being taught them, which is great. But, like, I feel like he's been challenging me to, like, dig deeper and figure out, like, why do you believe that? And the answer can't be because I was told that in church. Yeah, because I learned it in church. Right. That really should never be the answer. It shouldn't. But, I mean, just being honest, like, that, it has been. And so I feel like God's been challenging me in that. And to, like, get out of this comfort zone of, like, my closed-mindedness. And, like, really opening up the gates to, like, what else the Spirit could be doing. Yeah, that's fair. I think God's just pointing me to faithfulness right now. Just sovereignty, you know, just trusting what, um, ah, I think faithfulness and the big picture of church. Um, you know, just to trust that god has a big plan for everything and obviously we know that but like i want to be a part of that plan very badly um you know and obviously like you talked about like i want the cool gifts you know and and uh, i know i've got a cool gift from god and i just want to use it so bad and i just want to be a part of what god's doing so bad and um every week that passes that i don't get to be as much of a part of that plan as i want um it's not about what I want and it's about just trusting that eventually God's going to do with me what he wants to do with me. I'm not God's greatest instrument on earth. Um, I'm not some brand new special thing and, um, just need to trust that whatever God has in plan for me, I know that's part of being excited and that's, I know that's a good thing is to be excited and to be hungry and to be ready and, and willing and constantly seeking. But, you know, I think if I'm not careful, um, you know, eventually I could, I could start placing blame on God, you know, like, why aren't you using me? You know, and that's like a, not a conversation that I get to have. Right. He's already using me more than I deserve. So, you know, and that's, that's no matter what your, your gift is, um, you know, the fact we've been called into salvation is more than we deserve. So, um, just to be patient in the processes. Yeah, man. Well, to wrap up today, um, Tyson said that he really liked my jokes. I recall that conversation differently. <laughs> <laughs> well, gone then. Let's so keep the people laughing. Jokes. Are you ready? I don't think so. I'm going to try not to laugh in this because Tyson said he hated that. <clears throat> so you're going to talk like a man? <laughs> he said, Tyson didn't like that. <laughs> Mother doesn't like it when I laugh. <laughs> okay. What did Jonah's family say when he told them about what happened before reaching Nineveh? What? Hmm. 
sounds fishy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Clesta, no, I feel like you picked the worst ones. <laughs> okay, you ready? <clears throat> which which Bible character was super fit? Who? Absalom. <laughs> Absalom. <laughs> That's not good, Callista. <laughs> okay. All right, one more. Please redeem yourself. Make okay. me laugh. All right. All right. Let me let me see here. <laughs> okay. All right, get it together, Calista. How are toddlers and those who attempted to build a tower to heaven similar? They they babbled. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like that's like just a fact. Like that's not even a joke. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Last one, I swear. And this one's really funny. Are you ready? What did Daniel tell his real estate agent? You're lying. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'd prefer a house with no den. <laughs> <laughs> I got you that good. one. That's that's a pretty good one. Right, they get good. to the den and Daniel's like, nope, no, you're not for me. <laughs> like D- Daniel on an episode of House Hunters, he's like, one of my hard noses is a den. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he overcame it. Maybe honestly, maybe he would like the den. He'd like to sit in there and be like, you know, this is God's victory room. All right, but now here we are getting theological. Anyway, friends. Um, we love you, and and let us know. Give us some early church memories. Or really any of those answers to yeah, those questions. Yeah, maybe some traumatic Twinkie Cake stories. That uh, wasn't traumatic. That was wonderful. Thank you, Mom. It's traumatic for me because I'm imagining that I lived in that time and I had to eat a slice of Twinkie Cake. AJ, you did live in that time. You I'm, also I, were living then. I mean, like, near you. Like, I was... Okay, bye, friends. doing this? <laughs>